Hey, remember that movie? No, remember that movie? Do you remember that movie? What's that movie? Hey, do you remember what that movie is? Yes, I remember what the movie is. Here's your host. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Remember That Movie? The podcast starring yours truly, Augustus Schmidt, as I uh, talk about obscure films, both animated and live action, that either the world forgot about or that were just lost in the shuffle of a whole bunch of other films coming out. And uh, today, I will be talking about BKN Productions and all the films that they made. Obviously, some of you might have remembered or heard of BKN, others might not have. But that's what I'm here for. So, without further ado, let's get down to business. So, to start this off, I feel like I should probably give some context on what exactly is BKN. Who are they? Why am I talking about them? What have they made exactly that's actually relevant? Well, to start, let's get to all the way to uh, November 19th, 1985, which is when the company was founded as Bobot Communication, Inc., It began as a media planning and buying service that eventually, throughout the course of 10 years, added other services, such as uh, animated children's programming syndicator, uh, program syndication sales distribution, and licensing and merchandising, which eventually led to the creation of BKN, or Bobot Kids Network, which was their syndicated block for children's shows, hence how that ties in. Uh, Originally, though, this was called Amazing Adventures, but that got changed to BKN. And this channel was most popular because of the two specific shows, one of them being The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which uh, aired 1995 to 1996 and also 1997 to 1998, and also Sonic Underground, which aired 1999 to 2000. Those are two very popular and two very, very big name TV shows and TV series. It's the main reason why Bobot Kids Network was so popular. But they did also make a few other animated series, such as Kong the Animated Series, airing from 2000 to 2001, Legend of the Dragon, airing 2005 to 2008. There's also Zoro Generation Z, which uh, started airing in 2006. Then there was also Stone Age, which aired in 2008, and Dork Hunters from Outer Space, also airing 2008. So just a few shows. Some of them you may or may not remember. That's okay. No one's going to blame you if you don't. I don't barely remember this channel, but uh, BKN ended up being under the uh, ownership of BKN International, which originally was Bobot Entertainment, Founded in 1994 and split from Bobot Communication. So that's Bobot Entertainment, which split from Bobot Communication. Don't worry, I was confused as well. But they split from them in October 15th, 1999 and became a standalone company where they started to produce some of their own shows and also some of their own direct-to-video movies. Some of these being uh, Kong, King of Atlantis, in 2004, Alibaba and the 40 Thieves, The Lost Scimitar of Arabia, uh, Christmas Carol Scrooge's Ghostly Tale, Kong Return to the Jungle, Zoro Return to the Future, uh, Jungle Book, Riki Tiki Tavi to the Rescue, Alice in Wonderland, What's the Matter Mad Hatter, uh, The Prince and the Popper, Double Trouble, Zoro and the Scarlet Whip, Revealed, and Dork Hunters and the Pirates of Tortuga Island. But these are are not the ones I will be talking about. 
I will actually be talking about two specific films that they released in 2007. For one of them, I was able to find the exact date that they were released. For the other one, I was not, unfortunately, and still to this day have not been able to find out when. But these two films are Robin Hood, Quest for the King, and The Three Musketeers, Saving the Crown. Let's get to it! So the first of the two that I want to talk about is Robin Hood, Quest for the King. And uh, this is actually another movie, kind of like uh, the, or the true story of Puss in Boots, which is another uh, movie that inspired me to come up with this podcast. But it was also this movie that inspired me to come up with this co- podcast because uh, I, I remember when I first came across this, it was, I was like really, really, I think it was like in middle school, maybe. I can't remember exactly. That's how long ago it was. And I was, I was scrolling through Netflix. I was trying to find something to watch. And I saw this movie. And I thought for a split second, oh, this is the Disney version of Robin Hood. And you'll figure out why eventually. And uh, so I clicked on it. I watched it. I didn't realize until I watched it again that it was only 45 minutes long, which is shocking. Very shocking. I guess that's a given because it was a straight-to-DVD TV movie. But I ended up finding out very quickly that, yeah, this isn't the Disney Robin Hood movie. So uh, Robin Hood, Quest of the King was released February 20th, 2007, directed by Rick Mackin, starring Gary Martin, Joe Wyatt, and Melanie Hudson. And I wasn't really able to figure out who played which character in this movie. So, real quick disclaimer as I continue on. And the thing that made me uh, confused and wonder if it, or at least mistaken it for the Disney Robin Hood film, is the fact that they feature anthropomorphic characters as the cast. And for those who don't know what anthropomorphic means, it essentially just means characters who are animals but they walk, talk, and act like humans. And so Robin Hood in this movie is a lynx. I don't know how I mistaken a lynx for a fox, but I did. Not my proudest moment, not at all. And also, well, Little John is a moose. The Friar is a dog. Oh, they actually have Will Scarlet in this one, and he's a fox. This is definitely a very possible qualifier for a mockbuster film. For those who don't know what a mockbuster is, it is essentially a movie that is made somewhat similar, if not slightly different, from a very major and very popular film. It's made just for the purpose of profiting off of the popularity of said film, whether by accidental mistake or by grandma trying to find a movie that you like thinking this is that movie and then accidentally grabbing it by mistake and this is definitely a huge qualifier for it granted i will say it's it's a very it's a very okay film like i said it's only 45 minutes long so if you want to have like a quick watch of something but you don't want to watch a show or whatever then yeah this is a good length film to watch it in But obviously that also means that a lot of the scenes are very rushed or the plot is very rushed. And I'll tell you, the the animation of this film is very, very ugly. Whether from character designs or... Well, some of the character designs were okay. But for the most part, the character designs were very, very average. They, They just weren't that great. The music were was pretty repetitive. It seemed like they only had the one music track for any kind of scene. 
and the character movement was very it was very stiff and not smooth or well done the characters moved weirdly and going back to character designs though because this is a this is something that i uh may took note of so the lady in waiting for maid marion is a rabbit who i completely thought was a goat when i first saw her like i i'm telling you her just the way her face they like constructed her head or whatever with the animation it looks a lot like a goat and not in like a good way it is it's a very bad design it's very it's very rough i'll say that and i will say though much to its credit the voice acting it was pretty decent like the only issues i had was uh the french accents when they go to either australia or france i can never tell because they keep saying they keep switching back and forth between Austria and France. So, did I say Australia earlier? I probably did. You know what? I'll leave it in. So, that was that was weird and kind of confusing. And it was it was very okay, but it wasn't great. Like I probably won't watch it again. But I will say much credit to whoever was the voice actor for Will Scarlet because he also provided musical scoring sometimes. Granted, he only sang the one song. And uh, that's probably the only compliment I have. Although, obviously, replacing the rooster from Disney's version, which is still a very awesome character, an iconic character, I, in my opinion, it, it wasn't the best move. All in all, though, uh, I'll, if I had to give it a review out of five, I'll give it a two to three out of five because I, I wasn't, I didn't hate it. It just wasn't great. But it wasn't terrible, like most other films I'm probably going to watch for this podcast. So, the next movie I will be talking about today, and uh, this is one that I I had a little bit more trouble trying to find some of the uh, information about this film, mostly with like the release date. The most I could find was that it was released in 2007, and from the order that the Wikipedia page had it listed, possibly released before the Robin Hood movie. And, uh, yes, this is, again, a animated film featuring anthropomorphic characters. And, in fact, a lot of the uh, characters were recycled, or at least some of the same characters. Like, for example, the main character, D'Artagnan, he is still a lynx, although for some reason he's green, I, which I, I couldn't get over. It baffled me, because I don't remember him being green when I watched it as a kid. But apparently he was green. And his sister was a female lynx. And so was Maid Marian. So I try not to overthink it. But it's no matter which order the movie's released in. It's still very weird to think about. And then another character that was recycled was a wolf character. Now in the Robin Hood movie that was the Sheriff of Nottingham. And in this one he is the... Uh, I don't even remember what his name was. I I feel like they mentioned his name once, maybe. He was the, a commander. Or, he was some kind of, like, military official, if I remember correctly. But it this movie is uh, it's interesting to the fact that it has a fun theme song called The Three... I think it's called The Three Musketeers. I haven't been able to find it. 
just like how hard it was to find these films. The theme song plays like three times in the movie, and this is also another 45 minute long film. And the fact that this story takes place in France means the voice acting again was pretty decent, except for anyone who had a French accent. Because once again, apparently nobody can do a French accent in this. Another interesting fact is uh, how it seemed like they recycled some of the same voice actors as well. For example, Gary Martin is in both. I don't know who he plays because it doesn't have it listed. And then uh, Lawrence Bovard is also a recurring voice actor in these films. This one was also directed by Rick Mackin. And another fun fact is that uh, the Prince and the Popper film that I mentioned, Double Trouble, was also released in 2007, and it looks like that one, I didn't watch that one for this episode. I probably could have. I didn't want to try and spend even more time looking for these films because they, they're very hard to find. I tell you that. They are, they are just so, so hard to find. It, it, it's almost impossible. But back to the film, yeah, I thought that it also did a really good job of telling the story of the Three Musketeers. It did it very simply and kind of somewhat quickly, and it, it it wasn't bad. Granted, once again, animation was very stiff and ugly looking, and it looked like they reused some of the character designs and just swapped the the animal heads for each character and, you know, gave them varying heights. So that was definitely something not great about the film. But all in all, I, it, it was a kind of entertaining film. I think I had more fun watching Robin Hood than I did this one, especially because D'Artagnan just doesn't seem to be a flawed character in any way. Like, he very quickly gets the, appreci- he gets the respect and the uh, appreciation of the other musketeers, and they already are giving him a lot of credit and really praising his skills with the sword. They're they're liking a lot of his ideas or being inspired by the things he says very quickly. And the Three Musketeers themselves, they don't seem to have too much of a personality. They just kind of are yes-men for each other, always agreeing. And there's no distinct character. It's just distinct accents. Although for one of them, I didn't even bother remembering names. I don't... I think it was Aramis... He seemed to switch on and off from having a French accent to not having any accent. So again, the, the French accents in these films are very bad, but at least this one actually established that it was France. And then with the setting, it was... It was very smooth, like, an amateur, and the, ca- the king's castle, and, you know, this is supposed to be, you know, the castle of France, maybe some kind of grand building... And it looked just super, super small and not very impressive. And I get it. Animation, it's very hard. It's very, very hard to pull off. I, myself, am not an animation fan. But at the same time, if you are a big company trying to make this type of films, then you got to put at least a little bit more effort into those films. And I, that's kind of all I really have to say. This movie, it, it definitely wasn't a great film it wasn't that great at all um if being completely frank at least this one i was actually able to find on a streaming service though that's the that's something that definitely had a leg up compared to the robin hood movie and so just to like talk about them both for a second i will admit yeah uh animated films are hard especially trying to make apparently three animated films all in the same year and all have them be 3D animated, and all have them be straight to DVD. 
yeah, that, that's a really big ask. It's a really big uh, task to try and set for yourself. And I'm not saying that because they are poorly animated that they're necessarily bad. Like, I did say that, yeah, there are some pretty good moments. Uh, the voice actor for Will Scarlet in the Robin Hood movie, he shines, and I mean shine, when it comes to, like, his his solos that he sings as they're traveling. And it, it, the voice acting isn't that bad, minus the French accents. I cannot stand how bad those are. But... All in all, they're, they're, they're pretty okay. Like, they're entertaining for kids. Kids won't notice this. It's just obviously watching them again as an adult, it, it's just not for me. It's not my cup of tea. But at least they do a good job of telling these very popular stories because everyone knows Robin Hood. Everyone knows some kind of version of Robin Hood, whether it's uh, Kevin Costner or perhaps the Disney version or the newest version of Robin Hood, which it is starring Taron Egerton, which I, by the way, like. I don't get why other people didn't like it, but I liked it, and that's all that matters to me, and that's all that will matter to you, is if you want to check these out, I would totally love to recommend checking them out. Only issue is that the only way to watch at least one of them is you can find the Three Musketeers movie on Amazon, and you can rent it for, like, $2 maybe, but the issue comes with the Robin Hood movie because... I had a very, very hard time trying to find a place to watch this. I was only able to watch it because there was like an archive of it on a website. Uh, obviously, you had to specifically look up Robin Hood Quest for the King. And I mean that specifically for the uh, Three Musketeers movie. It's Three Musketeers Saving the Crown. And again, if you want to check them out, go ahead. I would definitely recommend them. But the only issue is the fact that it's hard to find them or to watch them. Unfortunately, BKN, I don't think they'll be making any more movies anytime soon. But I may do a couple episodes on some of their other films they made, like uh, their two Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer films. And no, not connected to the original stop-motion movies, by the way. These are standalone. That's interesting. And a possible future episode, holiday-themed episode. Everyone loves those. But until then, you should totally check out the next episode. And don't forget that uh, you should totally check me out on social media, where I will indeed post about when I uh, release my episodes for the podcast. My Instagram being CaesarSchmidt.2023. That is Caesar, like the emperor, so C-A-E-S-A-R, and Schmidt, S-C-H-M-I-T-T, dot 2023. And my Twitter is CaesarReigns84, that is at Caesar, C-A-E-S-A-R, Reigns, R-E-I-G-N-S, 84. So, be sure to give me a follow, and you will be updated on when I post new episodes for the podcast. Hey, remember that movie? No, remember that movie? Do you remember that movie? What's that movie? Hey, do you remember what that movie is? Yes, I remember what the movie is. 